0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy, and I'm your host for today's show. So, during the show tonight, we'll be reviewing a lot of games as it was an extended match week in the Premier League. Uh, so, we can start off with our first game, which is Liverpool versus Norwich. So, the game itself, I was expecting a sort of 4 0, 5 0 result, but it wasn't to be. But regardless, uh, didn't start off great for Liverpool. Uh, Rashica uh, opened the scoreline for Norwich from a deflected shot. But that didn't really hinder Liverpool's progress in the game. Um, after that, Mane's got a fantastic bicycle kick. And then Ali, our goalkeeper, with an assist to Salah. who scored his 150th goal, uh, which I believe he's the second in Liverpool's history uh, to achieve with fewer games. I believe Roger Hunt is number one in the, in the charts there. So, fantastic achievement for a player who I still regard as a right-sided winger, uh, despite what other people say. And then Henson came on as a sub, a pinpoint pass to Diaz, who opened his account for Liverpool. So, good start to our match week. Uh, for Liverpool, it was a double uh, match week, double game match week. So, second game was Liverpool... And Leeds United. And what a fantastic win this was. Plenty of goals. Uh, Mane got a couple. Salah got a couple as well. For me, the start of the show was Matip. uh, Scoring a fantastic goal with a striker's instinct, uh, which was great to see. And I think it was overdue. He's he's always been in those sort of positions and it just hasn't quite worked for him. So glad to see he was on the score sheet during this game. And now we've played equal amount of games with Man City, uh, which I believe is 26 games. And we're only three points behind. So, you know, people said that the title race was dead and done a couple of months ago. I've been voicing it plenty of times during my episodes that we're still early on in the season. There will be a lot of points dropped, not from just Man City, from Liverpool as well. It is just one of those seasons where teams are dropping points. There's a lot of pressure for the bottom half as well. And there's a lot of teams in that mix of that relegation zone. So... Expect some more twists and turns as the season unfolds. And right now, Liverpool are doing fantastic in great form. We've got a cup final to look forward to this weekend as well, which is great against Chelsea. So, yeah, really, really good um, spirits for Liverpool right now. Shock of the result, let's be honest, was Man City versus Tottenham. I was not expecting it. Um, even if you're a Liverpool fan, you're really hopeful that Tottenham will do it. I don't think people respected the game the way, the way it finished um, in this in this fashion. Uh, it started off with Gulewski scoring his first goal for the club. Uh, Gundogan was able to equalise Son with an assist for Kane. Unfortunately, uh, R- Romero gave away a penalty who actually had a fantastic performance uh, for Spurs. And then who who's very clinical from the penalty spot, smashed it in top corner. And then towards the... I think it was at like the 94th minute. with uh, a great cross, uh, lofted towards Harry Kane, and he scores the winner. So Harry Kane definitely had a point to prove in that game. I feel like you could see in terms of his um, demeanour as well that he really wanted to prove a point to the opposition. And I feel that's probably one of his best games this season. Um, at that stage, you know, you're thinking fantastic for Spurs. They're able to push on now for that top four sport and they've got a number of games in hand uh, I'd probably like to quote Eminem on this snap back to reality of the girls gravity because the following result in their match week and they had a double game match week as well was was this result here Burnley won and Tottenham nil uh, I can't say I'm surprised because this is the sort of perfect way to describe Tottenham season you get Jekyll and Hyde. One minute they're fantastic and the next minute they're awful. Conte has been quite vocal in his press conferences. I believe that's four defeats in five games and you could just tell he was so frustrated with the way the team have played. Uh, There's even some shouts here saying that he might walk out from the job. I don't think that would be the case. I think depending on how they finish in the season, he would definitely review his position at the club and I think for him, is he needs to be backed. I think he wants to do a complete revamp of the squad, get rid of a lot of players there, and bring in players that he knows can do the job for him and play to his tactics and formation. So, so no, I'm not expecting Quentin to walk out anytime soon. But, yeah, it's I feel like he's probably just realised how tough of a job it is, and the cracks are showing right now. So... Yeah. In terms of their rival fans, Arsenal, they wouldn't care less because they had a fantastic match week. They had a double game match week as well. First result was against Brentfield, which was a two-one victory. Some great goals from Smith rowe and Saka, who I thought were stand-up performers during this game. And then you've had you had the second game, which is I feel was played yesterday, wasn't it? So two one against Wolves. Um uh, Fantastic for Lacazette to get the last minute winner. Obviously, slightly lucky in terms of the finish, but it puts them in a fantastic position. So, they're currently fifth uh, with 45 points and they still have two games in hand from their nearest rivals, which is Manchester United at fourth. So, the momentum is there. I've tipped for Arsenal to be fourth, so I'm going to stick by my guns regarding that prediction. But I just feel like they're more equipped to mounting a challenge and gaining a lot of points um, as the season goes on Manchester United, they are getting points but I just feel like they're very inconsistent, the performances haven't been great, so once they face tougher positions, I think they will get caught out and they've been quite lucky with the run of games since the appointment of Ragnick at Manchester United, so no, it's an interesting and enticing race for the top four, we'll see how it goes uh, but right now, I think Arsenal, our favourites, probably with from Spurs in the mix. But, yeah, for me, that's not <laughs> that's not the case, if I'm being brutally honest there. And speaking of Manchester United, they had a fantastic win. Hey, that's the wrong scoreline. I need to edit that. Um, Leeds United had a... There we go. Manchester United had scoreline there. So, there you go. So, you've got 4-2 to <laughs> Manchester United there. Fantastic game. Um, a feisty encounter between two rival fan bases. Um, I think it's been a while since they played each other. So, mouth-watering encounter for both set of fans. Uh, goals from Maguire and Bruno Fernandes to start off. But Leeds were able to come back. Uh, goals from Rodrigo, which was a pretty lucky goal. as it looked like a cross, but it lost it over De Gea and Rafinha, uh, which I think was poor defending from Luke Shaw's part. Um, He was just slow to react. I feel like if he was a a yard ahead, he would have been able to block that shot. Um, And then Fred came on and changed the game, scored a goal within minutes after making an appearance. And then Elanga completes the win, uh, scoring the the final goal for Manchester United. So a good win for Manchester United. They just have to keep that momentum and try and gain as many points as they've got Arsenal breathing behind their back. So... I definitely think it's between those two teams in terms of the fourth spot. But you never know. We've seen a lot of twists and turns, especially with the title race. And even if you look at the bottom of the league, you've got Burnley who have gained some free some points as well. Uh, Newcastle are gaining momentum. Everton are right in there as well. So, yeah, interesting um, encounters all over the table, to be honest with you. And finally, the last game is Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. So Ziyech was the one to get the winner for this game. Very close encounter. Uh talking point has to be about Lukaku in terms of his seven touches throughout the game, which is absolutely ridiculous. I um, think the goalkeeper probably <laughs> had more touches than him, um, which is a bit of an embarrassing stat. But the question is, does Lukaku suit the style of play of Chelsea or what's happened to him? Is he just low in confidence? For me, it's a bit of both. I think he is low in confidence. Uh, I think he had a good momentum in the start of the season, scored quite a few goals and then injury didn't help. And then the infamous interview, uh, I don't think it helped either as it can sort of change the atmosphere of a changing room, change the relationship with his manager uh, and he hasn't shown enough since that interview that he deserves to be leading the line week in week out. So I think tactically he's struggling a little bit as well. Um, if you look at his successful season for Inter Milan, he was playing alongside Lautaro Martinez. So maybe that's what he prefers to play alongside a strike partner rather than two wingers on both sides. Even though he's such a big, big, uh, big guy in stature, he doesn't play in that kind of manner. He's more of the type of striker that plays on the shoulder and likes to run off through balls here and there. So, for me, I feel like if you spent a hundred million on a player, the team should be worked around him. It's not peanuts really, is it? So, yeah, Chelsea fans, let me know what you think because obviously we've got a cup final coming up this weekend. Um, Will he start? Will he be benched? I think Havertz is the one that's able to get some goals, especially during midweek in the Champions League. So he might be in f- in favoured to start during that fixture, but yeah, I think he's, he just needs to be given a run of games. He, I think he will get there, but it comes through the manager as well. Does he have that faith and confidence in him? Um, do I see him leaving Chelsea? I don't think that's the case. I think he'll stay there for at least another season to try and prove his worth. But at this day, it's not looking like the signing that a lot of people including myself predicted I thought he would have probably have taken the league by storm right now but it hasn't worked for him unfortunately just got a comment here from Madison Smith so where should what should united do with rashford he has been off for a while now that's a good question um i personally think it's just one of those things where he's having a sort of dip in form he hasn't had his best season but to be fair, that's a reflection of the team as well. They haven't done as well as predicted. Um, if you have spoken to United fans, I'm sure they would have been wanting to have challenged for the title, especially after, for me, a good summer uh, in the transfer window. I think he still has a lot to offer for Manchester United. I did see a couple of comments, and I saw a particular YouTuber saying that Rashford should be sold in the summer. I don't think that should be the case. Um whether he plays more, of a sort of not a bit part player, but more as an impact player from the bench, that's another conversation. But I still feel like he has a lot to offer for Manchester United. Uh, it happens, especially to young players. It does happen. They do lose to perform. I think he hasn't started as many games as he would have liked. So it can interrupt his rhythm as well, as he's a player that thrives off confidence. So... So, no, I don't think everyone should lose hope in Rashford. I still feel like he has a lot to offer. Um, and I'm sure he'll continue to score goals and provide assists for Manchester United in the long term. So, yeah, so that wraps us up for my review of Match Week 26. So, what I'll do now is present you with my team of the week. So, a little bit difficult this week as you've had pretty much a lot of teams playing two rounds of games so if you don't agree with my selection please feel free to drop a comment let me know who should have been included in my uh, lineup so what i'll do is i will share my screen that's my team of the week there so we'll start off with the goalkeeper so i've gone for jose Sa as my goalkeeper i was really impressed with his performance early in the week i know um, his team weren't able to get the winner against Arsenal. But even in that game, he made quite a few saves there. And I have to be honest, I think he's one of the standout summer signings of the season. Um, didn't know much about him before he came from Olympiakos, but I've been really impressed. And obviously he was a replacement for uh, Rui Patricio as well, who signed for Roma. And I feel like he's definitely made an impression at that club. So a fantastic goalkeeper, makes some great saves. Um, really good with sort of aerial challenges as well, and good with his feet. So, but yeah, in terms of performance this week, I feel like he definitely deserves to be in my team in the week. There, my back four, I've gone for Cresswell. Cresswell had a good game and provided an assist. I've got Ben Mee who scored the winner for Burnley. So, I feel like he deserves to have a slot in there. Yo, Matip for me, fantastic performance for Liverpool both games, and got the got a goal for himself in the last game against Leeds United. So that's why I've got him there livramento it's been a long time coming he's been injured for a while good to see him back in action and we'll a fantastic performance for southampton so expect him to do well in the coming weeks and i feel like he has been missed but walker peters credit to him he's done really well to kind of cover for him in the meantime but to have both of those players i think would definitely help with southampton's next run of games in the premier league midfield going for Smith-Rowe, really impressive his first goal against Brentford and I think he had a good game against Wolves as well. Gallagher had a fantastic game yesterday, he scored a fantastic goal. Really impressive this player. Um, definitely will see him in a blue shirt next season for Chelsea as his, his stock has definitely risen in terms of how he's performed for Crystal Palace this season. So, fantastic from him again. Bruno Fernandes, I think this is the first time I've added him this season. He's not had his best of um, times with his um, current club right now, but a goal and assist, I feel like it was definitely worth adding him into the team. Front three, Harry Kane obviously didn't get the winner against Burnley, but was very crucial in the win against Manchester City, so that's why I've got him there. Mane and Salah both scoring three goals, uh, but I've gone for Salah as my captain of the week and I feel like he provided more assists and was more vocal in terms of how the team performed um, it could have been, it could have gone either way to be fair but I've gone for Salah this week um, so yeah that's my team of the week there let's remove the graphics so before we do the preview of match week 27 and I'll provide my predictions for those matches coming up I'll do a quick FPL update so I know a lot of FPL managers got triple figures in terms of their score, as a lot of people made Salah triple captain, including myself. I actually obtained 143 points, um, which I was really impressed with. But then one of my good friends uh, in the league managed to beat me to it, um, and he got 151 points. So that's Mark Horgate. So Congrats to Mark on a great match week. Um, I thought I was just about to nick it from you there, but you've done really well. I think your selection of my name, the team definitely helped you with that. So, well done and let's see how your next week goes on. Before we conclude, we'll do a match week prediction of uh, the upcoming match week. So, it'll be different this week as there's not that many games. Uh, Liverpool aren't in action and neither Chelsea and Leicester City, I believe, and Arsenal as well. So, well, dude, I'll share my graphic with you guys, and I'll present my predictions for the upcoming games. So, just bear with me. There we go. So, obviously, we've already got one game that's taking place. So, no point in doing a prediction. Southampton were able to beat Norwich 2-0. So, great win for great win for Southampton. Uh, really impressive turn of how they performed in recent weeks. Um, and yeah. I don't think that was a surprise result uh, regarding that one. The next one you've got Leeds United versus Tottenham. Two teams that are very inconsistent, concede a lot of goals. I'm going to go for a Tottenham win. I believe the score will be 2 1 to Tottenham. Brentford versus Newcastle. So, in terms of the table. Brentford are 14th with 24 points. So, this is a crucial match for both teams. Uh, I'm going to go for a draw. I believe home advantage will play a part as Brentford have been really good this season at home. So, I'm going to go for a 1-1 result there. Crystal Palace against Burnley. I've been really impressed with Crystal Palace's performance in recent weeks. and They've just come off a 4-1 win. Great uh, couple of goals from Zaha as well who looks to be in Great rich vein of form, so I'm going to for going for a Crystal Palace win, and I will go for two one for Crystal Palace. Brighton and Villa. So Brighton, as we all know, very strong at home. So I'm going to give a victory to Brighton as a home advantage. I think the scoreline will be one 0 to Brighton. Uh, we've got Manchester United versus Watford. So I believe Watford beat Manchester United earlier this season four one during Ollie's time. Will it be a repeat of that scoreline? I don't think it will be. I think Manchester United might just nick this one. I'm going for a 1-0 for Manchester United. Everton and Man City. So, as a Liverpool fan, I probably want Everton to win, but I just don't see it happening. I don't think they have enough in the locker to, to give us that shock result of the week. So, I'm going for a Man City win. I think it'll be 3-0 to Man City. And, Then I believe there's one more fixture. Oh, there's a couple more fixtures. So you've got West Ham versus Wolves. So two teams that are still in the mix for the top four race. I feel like West Ham are normally quite strong at home, but I'm going to go for a draw. I think it will end as 1-1 during this fixture. And the final one is Burnley versus Leicester City. So... Leicester City have been a mixed bag this season as well, similar to Tottenham. Probably worse as they're positioned quite low in the league. Um, So I would probably go for... I'll go for a draw. I don't see a lot of goals in this game. It's always a tough ground to get points, so I'm going for a 1-1 result for that fixture there. And that wraps us up for today. So thank you to everyone for tuning in. Uh, If you're new to the channel, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. Appreciate all the support and interaction. Uh, If you're on Instagram, please do follow me at aussie.ftp, as you can see on the screen. Uh, I do a show every Monday night at 10.30 UK time. Um, I normally do a sort review of the weekend events, but also gives you the platform to come on the show, uh, have your say, or... Even if you want to spark a debate or give me your thoughts on your team's performance uh, through the live chat, always welcome. So please make sure to tune in on Monday. I'm planning on doing a match preview tomorrow evening. So as is a Carabao Cup final happening. So obviously my team against Chelsea. So that'll be tomorrow night at 10.30pm UK time. So please make sure to tune in. And yeah, that's it for tonight. So thank you for everyone for tuning in. Um, take care stay safe and i hope to see you tomorrow good night